It's the Stretch Four Podcast, your weekly look at hoops, hip hop, culture, and life. From me, Aaron Herzog. And me, uh, Keenan Willis. That's right. We're coming from the East Coast and the West Coast. It's episode two. We're into it. Bicoastal, baby. Bicoastal. We've got a 2022-2023 season preview in store for you, in case you haven't seen the name of the episode on your podcast apps. (laughs) What does that mean? It means we're going to be picking, we're going to be choosing our picks for the awards, the champions, the six men of the year across yeah. all four pillars of the yeah. stretch for yeah. the stretch for world. That means hoops, hip hop, culture, and life. Remember, this is a look ahead at 2023. We're looking into the future. We're not telling you who won the last year. No, 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 no. This we're going to tell you who's winning this year. Yeah, we're going to tell, yeah, we're not about, we're about foresight. Hindsight, that's 2020. We're 40-40. Hanging with Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> it's Whatever us, happened to the 40-40 us, Jay-Z, oh, Jose Canseco. <laughs> Barry Bonds. I I think the 40-40 club's still there. At least I used to walk by it a lot when I lived in Manhattan, or when I worked in Manhattan, mm-hmm. lived in New York. Yeah, I don't know that I ever made it to a uh, to a forty forty club. Unfortunately, I mean, I never went in. I walked past it a lot. <laughs> I don't know if it ever popped off the way that the way that thought. No. I think Jay Z has moved on to investing in art instead of clubs. Yeah, you know, he's always going to make money either way. So, if there's one thing I fine. know, one day there's going to be a Barnes a Barnes exhibit, but it's going to be the Carter exhibit. <laughs> it's just going to be- yeah. Yeah, just the museum in Bed-Stuy of like of all kinds of impressionist paintings. Meticulously curated, but like the layout makes zero sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 No, that that I I can see that. I'll visit for sure. Yeah. Are you are you ready to get into this, Keenan? Are you ready to get your picks? I'm gonna do it. Look, we're gonna go through the four the four areas. We're gonna give our picks for MVP, defensive player of the year, sixth man of the year, most improved player. Coach of the year, East Coast champ, West Coast champ, overall champ, and rookie of the year from each of the four. What are the criteria? It's open. <laughs> it's wide open. However wide we want to, however wide we want to define baby. it. That's what I told you. You can put any sort of criteria. We can pick people. We can pick concepts. We can pick vague ideas. We can pick things that we made up ourselves. It doesn't matter. Anything that might be described with the word John, it'll fit. And it's true. That's true. Let that be a lesson for you, by the way, those of you trying to use John. Can I I give you a a side rant for a moment? Please. Very quick. Please go ahead. Is it about the Um, the rise of the use of John? Yes. I I would like to lay claim and gatekeep John. Okay. uh, Because it's just way too overused at this point. Aaron, you're lucky enough to 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 not currently be in the city, uh, but there were billboards plastered all over the city this year um, with a local lawyer. I'm not going to give him. Oh, I believe uh, I saw credit. that when I was visiting yeah. in July. I yeah, that's right. I believe it. You couldn't you you couldn't miss him. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name him because I'm not gonna do him the favor. Yeah, please. Uh, he, you got to pay to advertise on this podcast. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And if anybody uh, has a business that they'd like to podcast, please reach us stretchforwardpod at gmail.com. Please, please. I'm 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 ready to shill. Uh but these billboards were all over the city. Uh just describing himself as John last name. Uh 
and they made no sense. They were so nonsensical. I've never seen a yeah. more forced use uh, of the word. John I see a lot of that. forced uses of John on Twitter. Oh yeah, you know Absolutely. where people like to steal black slang constantly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah, that's the that's the point of Twitter these days. And I need to check myself constantly. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to. It's... I don't need to go. I don't need to get into a Twitter fight about how I actually respect the culture. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Once to... you once you get in the once you get in the fight, you're you're already losing. That's totally yeah. true. That's totally true. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't need to protest too much on Twitter. <laughs> need to stay in my lane and keep doing this podcast i, I would like to reclaim john um for 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 the people of, of philadelphia particularly the black people of philadelphia but let's let's continue it's yeah it's i i could i could go on longer about how it's it's being misused and embarrassingly misused on twitter and we could probably look it up and maybe we'll share a little thread on the instagram that's right follow that's us true. on instagram at stretch for pod we're gonna share. We're gonna share some <laughs> hilarious misuses of the of of John on the Instagram this week and uh, help help That's clown perfect. those with us. Let's get into it. Let's start with hoops. The world of basketball. We're gonna go through our awards picks for the 2023 season, the upcoming season. Keenan, do you want me to start with my MVP pick, or do you want me to give you? Do you want to no, give no. your MVP pick? Please, please, uh, please begin. All right. My MVP pick for the 2023 season is Victor Wembanyama. That's who it is. <laughs> He's the MVP. Okay, I told okay. you I'm going concept. Okay. I'm going world of hoops. I'm not going MVP. None of my picks are actual NBA picks. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not giving out any <laughs> actual NBA awards. None of my picks are people who I think are going to win any of these real awards. I think that Victor Wembanyama okay. is going to be the biggest story of the year. I think oh, for that sure. he is going to be more talked about than than most NBA teams. And I think that in 50 years, when people remember this season of the NBA, unless something crazy happens, they're going to remember that this was the year Victor Wembanyama became a Thunder or a Jazz or whatever he becomes more than whoever wins the title this year. I think it I will might... matter more in the history of NBA basketball. I think that statement is correct. I think they both may take a backseat 50 years from now to this is the season that LeBron became the all-time leading scorer. That's also but, true. But. Because 50 years from Victor's, now is when somebody might be breaking it. <laughs> exactly. That's how long exactly. it's going to take. Well, it'll be it'll be Victor in his uh, in his 50th season. Yeah, he's going to be a 70-year-old NBA player. Just <laughs> He's breaking all the rules. Who's your pick for MVP? Or do you have more comments on Victor Wembanyama? I mean, no, I, I, I particularly in the word valuable, I think you're absolutely right. Um, you're going to see a lot of franchises stake their entire value uh, on trying to get this man. So uh, and you'll see what one lucky franchise have their value just increase exponentially uh, once they do get them. I was listening to another podcast. Uh, I, I believe it was the mismatch on the ringer. And they were talking about like if like, say, Oklahoma City gets not the first pick how many draft picks would it take for them to pry the number one pick away from whoever gets it and how many would they give it like would would they give up like 10 number one picks because they have a mix of their own and other people i don't think there's a there's a limit on how many picks you could trade if they're other people's picks i don't think the stepian rule comes into play yeah i think it's just the the stepian rule 
that is a rule. Uh, I don't know if it's a is, draft pick is, rule or something else. I'm I'm not sure if that's the name, but um, yeah, the, yeah, I think you just can't trade uh, your own first round draft picks um, in what is it three consecutive seasons? Two or or two two. Yeah, that's seasons. why they yeah. do the uh, the swaps because that yeah. gets yeah, around yeah. it. Yeah, shout out to the Cavs. What a terrible franchise. <laughs> Um, yeah, that is the step yeah, in rule. I yeah, nailed it, baby. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I god, how many would I give up? I would wow, that's a that's a that's a great. I don't, I, I couldn't see myself parting with more than five. I think it depends on what team I am. If for I'm sure, the, if I'm the sure. Thunder, if I'm the Thunder and I don't have to give up. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. I don't have to give up Dort. I don't have to give up Chet. Maybe I mean I'd probably still give up Chet. But you know Josh what I mean. Giddy. If I could, yeah. If I can keep Giddy and Shea Gilgis and like Dort and I would give up all seventeen or whatever and bring in Wembenyama <laughs> and then you have a core. You like, yeah. No, and that's, you're, that's you're true. ready you can, to go. I would give that. up all of them. That's that's fair. That's but fair. Then, if you're Utah, if you probably do too. If you're Utah, do you have pieces though? Do you have other pieces or does it matter? Because here's the thing with Utah, you're not getting like all these cities, like nobody's getting anybody. Like you're not bringing free agents no. to Utah. You're not bringing free agents no. to Oklahoma City, probably. No. Uh, Houston, you might, you could, you Houston, might Houston is Houston's a different story, you know? Um, Houston's going to be good New Orleans, like different story. We'll get to New Orleans later. New Orleans could. New Orleans. New, uh, the, what if the Lakers win the lottery and New Orleans get their pick and then they get Wembenyama from the Lakers? That's that's my storybook <laughs> ending to this season. That would be fantastic. The Lakers win the lottery, but New Orleans gets the pick. That would that would be great. That would be poetic justice. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um. um <laughs> who's your pick for MVP? Uh, well, so I took this a little more literally, um, which is fine. It gives us yeah. that gives us flexibility in how we're going That's to talk true. about this. Well, listen, you can bet my picks and then you can enjoy Aaron's picks um, for the, the the thought pieces that they are. But uh, I'm going with uh, with Luka Doncic, really going out on the limb here. Yeah. Uh, but I think that this is the year that uh, that Luka puts it together for a full season. I think he would have challenged for mvp last year had he come into the season in shape um and once he got in shape i think he showed he he's he's pretty clearly in that conversation but um when you look at luca's game there's not much he can't do um i i watched him on uh nba tv they were showing some some summer league footage just from practice uh and i was just watching the way that he interacted with jason kidd and and the rest of the coaching staff and it's like very clear that uh he has their full trust and and jay kidd is like the perfect guy to be coaching him um because he's just he's he's jay kidd but like better yeah pretty much everything except eh, except for maybe passing crazy to say yeah yeah which is crazy um so I think this is the year that uh, that Luca finally puts it together. Dallas, however, maybe takes a step back. Yeah, but with the Jokic, like the two last two Jokic MVPs, you don't have to be like a top three seed anymore to win the MVP. So that's not going to hurt that's him. True. I don't think I don't think Embiid's ever going to win MVP. I don't think there is no. if he didn't win it last year. I don't think they're ever going to vote for him unless no. it was this year because he like because it's like all right, it's a makeup MVP. 
but it's hard. It's getting harder and harder to actually give makeup MVPs because of how good the league is and how many good players there are. You have to yeah. like, you know, the only way you're going to get is if you're like one a or one B with somebody and then you um, get it. Like if it's him and Jokic again, like if they're the clear top two, he's going to sure. get it. Cause sure. Cause, cause we're not going to give three years in a row. There's voter fatigue, but yeah, exactly. I, and B's got to win MVP of the team first. Um, wow. And that that's not that's that's saying nothing about his performance as much as it is uh, about how I think the rest of the team may perform this year. I think you'll have a, a, a decent amount of surprises this year. Um, and I think you'll probably see his scoring numbers go down because he won't have to. Yeah, I don't think he'll have to score you as know. much. He's not going to lead the league in scoring again. Right. Uh, right. Maxie's going to score more. Harden is not. I mean, Harden will score more than the other third option that they or second option right. that they had last year. Right. And, right. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. Tobias will score more probably, than, to- than Toby. Yeah. Tobias will probably score more like, or at least the same amount based on the fact that he's the fourth option now. And there's going to be so much more, uh, so much more attention on Harden and, and yeah. uh, Maxi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you got, um, you got any other notes on MVP? You want people to bet Luca? Is he the, he's the, uh, he's the like, He's chalk. I would say he's chalk uh, for betting. I'm, I'm not sure right now. I'm just I'll, I'm gonna take a quick peek, but I don't I don't think he is. I would say he's probably behind uh, Giannis and Embiid. Giannis. I think I yeah I think he might be. I forget. We need a sponsor. Yeah. We need a we need like a <laughs> like a DraftKings or whatever the the betting site is. We need a sponsor. If you're out there, if you're out there listening, throw some Bet money. MGM. And, up, yeah yeah up. one of those. Yeah, let us know. We're just we're shilling already. Episode two, we're out there looking for that money. <laughs> Listen, why not start early? You ready to move on to defensive player of the year in hoops? Let's do it. Let's My do defensive it. player of the year is going to be anyone who defended the process and tanking. We're getting nice. ours. We're getting nice. ours this year. It's it's nice. the year of tanking, and whoever defended the process for all those years is going to get it's just going to get credit for for not being for not being as as bad as people thought you know because tanking for is sure. tanking is the headliner this year and whoever defended it is getting getting their their due this year and that's it I we don't that. i don't i don't know if i have to go into any more about that but <laughs> you know no i just i i feel like it's the culmination of like two processes really mm-hmm. uh because you you get what the the sixers organization oh nice for a yeah while. that's good yeah because you got the rise of the sixers and then you also have tanking from other teams and i yeah. just totally cut you off and i'm sorry i apologize <laughs> all good. All i got good. excited all i got excited by your idea that's what that was <laughs> but it's just true it's i'm true. just a child i'm a child you said like ice cream or something. And I was like, oh, yes, I love yes, ice cream. Gotta, gotta have it. But I got to stop um, doing that. <laughs> all good. All good. All good. Uh, the the second process, though, that I actually meant uh, was uh, Daryl's process after leaving Houston. I think okay. it's pretty clear that he he was hell bent on a, uh, a Harden reunion. He made it happen last year. Uh, he surrounded him with a bunch of guys that he believed in before. Uh, and we will just be proving him right. Uh, he was right initially. We get to that championship, uh, and you know we get to vindicate Daryl uh, as well as the uh, the whole the whole process. I think it's going to be great. Nice. Who's your pick for defensive player of the year? Well, so I said his scoring was going to go down, but I'm actually taking him B for defensive player of the year. Okay. Uh, simply because. He's not going to have to, he's not going to have to be 
the focal point of the offense. He still will be, but it's not like we're gonna we're gonna have to lean on him as much as we did last year. Yeah, his usage think, rate will probably go down. Yeah, and I think he's gonna take a you know a, a renewed interest, and he's he's you know alluded to as much in uh, in interviews uh, in playing defense consistently. And uh, there's you know, like a like stronger he, defensive core around him outside of really hard and, but you know what I mean? Like PJ Tucker's yeah. there, you know, yeah. he's going to have, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, uh, not <laughs> Melton's going to be there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 You have Mel- Milton, you slap, you Milton, slap. Melton, uh, brain fog has, has already set in for me. You can just say the one that plays and the one that doesn't. Cause yeah. I don't, I don't see shake getting much, uh, get much burn this year. No. Um, yeah, but I, I, I think, um, like you said, with with Tucker, with with Melton, with Matisse still here for as long as he's still here, um, you know, I think that there's going to be a renewed focus on on defense. Doc has preached it so far. You know, I, I don't I don't see why Embiid can't make his statement on uh, on the defensive side. You know, you won't give me the MVP, so I'm going to make it so nobody else is scoring. Nice. Moving on to sixth man of the year. We gotta we gotta move through these because we got a lot to cover. Let's do it. Let's do uh, it. My sixth man of the year. I took a story that I think is going to be coming up. You know, just okay. like a just like a concept, like a basketball concept. I think the sixth man of the year is going to be the return of streetball, the return of wow. the return of like and one mixtape tour. It's you you look at the things in fashion. You look at you look at how culture moves. 20 years is pretty much the, the cycle. Yeah. It's been 20 yeah. years since the heyday of the and one mixtape tour. The documentary on Netflix just came out. More and more people are going to watch that. 30 They're, for 30 too. 30 for 30. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. the, the remake of white men can't jump is coming out next year. Finally. The Wait, only, that's actually happening. Only thing against that is that Jack Harlow is going to be the main, the main character. And I, I, I don't love that at all. I am, I'm, way less excited for it oh, but no from a, from a mainstream standpoint it's gonna it's gonna be back in in the zeitgeist i think i yeah. think people are gonna take a little a little bit more of an interest in street ball again and uh and it's gonna be on the rise listen i hope you're right because uh I'll, I'll still play pickup when it's warm uh and I'm be honest. I'm not. I'm not that impressed with some of the uh, some of the talent that's there. I have no business hanging in in games these days, uh, <laughs> and I'm hanging in games. So, yeah, let's get a return to street ball. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be like, you know, it, it's going to be less a focus on. Uh, I, I think for a while, street ball games became like shooting like thirty foot jumpers because of, mm-hmm. because of Steph, and now it's going to yeah. get back to uh, it's going to get back to doing crazy moves. It's going to get back to. Uh, uh, is this a travel or not <laughs> like, all, <laughs> like every single basketball, every single basketball, TikTok, every is, highlight clip. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what it's yeah. going to be. Street ball. That's my choice. Who's winning six like man that. a year. Where can people put their money? If they're betting on the actual NBA, put your money in new Orleans on my man, Herb Jones. Ooh, as long- Herb Jones. <sighs> yeah. As long as they continue to start him, um, because it seems like they're going to start him. They're going to start Brandon Ingram at the two um, and let her play the three. Uh, he's going to wreak havoc defensively. Uh, he's going to knock down all the jump shots. How's I, he going to win the six man of the year if he's if he's starting? If we're talking about six man of the year. I looked up at the wrong note. I apologize. Oh, you um, jumped to most improved. 
I sure did. I so sure we did have your answer most for improved. most improved. I like that yes. though. I like Herb Jones' yeah. most improved. Yeah. I like it. Uh, we'll take your back-to-back answer. Who's winning six man of the year? Six man of the year. This is another one that's contingent on him staying as a six man. Um, Malcolm Brogdon, if they if, if oh, Boston plays yeah. him as the six man, yeah. I don't see any reason why he won't win six man of the year. He's better yeah. than any other six man I could think of in the league. I feel like if Christian Wood stays on the bench, he's all he's also a pretty good bet for uh for actual Maybe. NBA six man of the year. But I don't think he stays on the bench very long. I think he's gonna mesh too well with Luca in, yeah. in Dallas and like need yeah. to yeah, unless they Somebody's just have some weird like, well, you're gonna stay on the bench, but you're gonna finish games, you know, like one of those right. things. But Brogdon is, yeah, Brogdon's a pretty good pick too. Well, For while sure. we're at it, I'll give my most improved player of yeah. the year, Keenan, and uh, I'm going with the one and only Bryce James. I think he's, I think there's rumblings already. I think he's gonna leapfrog <gasps> his brother as next up in the James family. I, I don't think, think this is a hot get, take at all. I think he's going to get most of the attention. No, there's already rumblings for this, you know. Bronny's out yeah. there signing. He's signing with Gatorade. He's signing with Beats. He's signing all these yeah. endorsement deals. Bryce yeah, yeah, is yeah. picking up that rock. He's putting on those rec specs. He's picking up the rock, and he's going to show out. I think I think there's a chance he's in the league before Bro- Bronny. <laughs> he's got an NBA body already. I mean, so, he, so there's he's that. sprouted up. Yeah, he's yeah, routed up. I mean, if I'm to believe Space Jam 2, he's more interested in programming <laughs> video games <laughs> than he is about playing basketball. But maybe they only made that his character because he wears glasses, you know? Yeah, you know, that, that, that could be that could be part of it, just a simple stereotype. But no, I, I think there's a great choice. I think that's a great choice. Yeah, I also think Bronny's going to take a little bit of a leap. He's been up and down in people's eyes, and I think he's unfairly criticized because he's LeBron James kid obviously he's yeah, going to be like yeah. in the spotlight his whole life he's going to be under the microscope from a basketball standpoint um and but i think he's gonna i, I think he's gonna run up the uh move up the rankings a little bit and and become more of a of an nba prospect and i think he's, he's been working on his all-around game like when your dad is lebron yeah you're probably going to focus on making the right read and the right decision and he's on a he's on a major program he's on a major high school program yeah. he's not with like yeah. he's not playing with like goofy normal high school kids he's playing with like yeah. other prospects so right exactly he's exactly. not going to be scoring 35 points a game like you know his dad did when he was in high school or whatever right. his average was <laughs> I'm going to move on Too to coach much. coach of the year. And, okay. uh, and this is, this is also in line with my tanking with my tanking is the story of the year going forward. And uh, coach, I didn't take this literally. He's not the coach of a team, but his okay. philosophy is the uh, kind of guiding principle of this season of tanking in general. And it's Sam Presti. Did you think I was going to say a different Sam? Did you think uh, that? Yeah, is that where I thought you were? Okay. No, okay. I'm going Sam with Presti. Sam Presti. Our boy, Sam Hinkie, he's no longer in the league. I, I appreciate <laughs> his, you know, maybe I should change it and say Sam Hinkie. Maybe I should say the outright tanking. He's the godfather. He's the OG. Of... I mean, you shout out Presti, you shout out Hinkie by association. That's true. Know? But that's, I mean, that just goes in line with my with my mm-hmm. overall tanking is the theme of the year. Who do you, yeah. who do you think's really going to be coach of the year? Okay, so if you're betting this, I think the smart money's Ty Lue. Um okay. the, the clip the, you know the Clippers have a, a, a 
could be a crazy year ahead of them. They they could be a it could be a championship year if they put it all together and people stay healthy. Um, however, my pick, uh, keeping with the theme of the Pels, uh, I'm taking Willie Green. Okay. Uh, not just because he's a former Sixer, but because I think the Pelicans are actually going to do something. <laughs> mostly because he's he's a the the reason I didn't have to look up who the Pels coach was is because he's a former Sixer, uh, but. I really do think that that team's going to take a uh, a pretty decent step forward if Zion can Especially if Zion's healthy. Yeah. 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 It's a good pick. I like that. It's an outside the box pick. I haven't heard him. So, I haven't heard him name too much. I've heard. Uh, he's like plus 1600 if you, uh, <laughs> if you actually want to bet it. Yeah. Nice. Going to move forward. I don't have anything else to say about Willie Green. East Coast. Yeah. Our Eastern Conference champs this year. I'm going to start out. I don't I don't actually think this team is going to win the East. I think mm-hmm. they have a chance to maybe compete for one of the top records in the East. I think they're going to take another leap forward. And I think they're going to be big time in the news. Once rumors heat up even more that LeBron James is going back home, my East Coast <laughs> team of the year is the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think they're I, I think they're going to take another leap forward. I think they're a great young team. And I do think I do think people are going to be on that LeBron's going back to end his career, maybe with his kids in Cleveland bandwagon. It's going to heat if up. You're holding your breath for for Bron coming back. I, I I don't I don't know what to tell you, but it's not going to end well for you. There is no way. No, LeBron goes back to. Uh, I mean, no. Cleveland there's makes a, the East. Cleveland makes there's the East. a greater than zero percent chance they but, make the Eastern no, Finals this happening. year. They make the Eastern Finals this year. They're one Absolutely piece away. Not. They they guarantee they guarantee that they'll draft his son. He lives in Los Angeles. I know that. Move his it entire family to Los Angeles. What does it matter? Because he's not he moving his family again. They don't have to move. He's, they do have to move. No, they don't. They don't have to move. LeBron is our age. He has all the money in the world. He will he will be by by the end of the season the all time uh, leading scorer in NBA history. He's not going to Cleveland. Not a chance. Not a yeah. chance. You think he just stays not in a, LA? I think there's a chance he think- he may move somewhere uh, if Vegas? someone's willing to draft Bronny. But yeah, you know if they let him. They let him buy a uh, expansion team and be the first uh, player coach in a long time. Player coach owner, player coach owner. Yeah, like then then maybe Vegas, but I I just don't see him leaving. All right, who's your pick for coming out of the East? Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm a homer. You're a homer. I, I, I'm gen. I, I am I am genuinely taking the Sixers, and I'll tell you why. Uh. I think that they will have an easier time in the regular season than most because there's enough talent amongst the starters uh, to let people take a night off. Mm-hmm. There's not many teams in the in, in the East that can have uh, one of their top three players take a scoring night off yeah. and still win. Um, I'm including Boston in that. I'm including uh, Brooklyn in that. So I think that's one. Um, two... Um, we've been better in the regular season, um, than the other, you know, 
contenders in general over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, don't check me on the records, but you know, it's just it seemed simpler. Um, and so I think we'll just have a higher seed. Um, and then lastly, like this is our time. Philly is shining. This You're is right. our time. You're right. I have no, I have no complaints. I have no notes. <laughs> I have no disagreements. Yeah. It's Philly's year. My West Coast is team it? of the year might be actually my pick to come out of the West, and also just my my story of the year. And it's the Clippers. The Clippers they're are they're very good. Uh Kawhi's back. Kawhi's beefy as hell, and he's had time to like just analyze the league yeah they're moving towards that they're moving towards that new home they're moving out of the lakers shadow they're gonna have their own arena yeah la's la's gonna la's gonna start to recognize them they're 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 how people have probably been saying this for 40 years but they're gonna kind of step out of the lakers shadow for a little bit yeah i mean yeah i i think they're gonna be i think they're gonna be really good Um, it'll be Good, good. It'll be interesting to see them make a very deep run in the playoffs and what happens in LA because nobody gives a shit about the Clippers. Nobody cares. I moved here the last couple, I moved here five years ago, six years ago, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. The last like year of, uh, of Lob City mm-hmm. tickets were super easy to get. Nobody cared. I, I mean, they had that the one, Lakers, like, yeah. no, they had that one year, that rebuilding year where they had like, they like sneak made the playoffs with all those young guys when they had, oh, yeah. yeah. And then they retooled and they brought in Kawhi and Paul George and nobody gives a shit. No, no, nobody cares at all. Um, I'm curious to see if John, John Wall, I think can make or break uh, how much people are going to care about that team. If John Wall is back, 80%, 85% of like what peak John Wall was. Mm. Uh, I think I think oh, he can yeah. bring some some buzz back to that team. That's uh, true. Every, everyone forgets like how exciting and entertaining of a player John Wall was. Yeah, and he doesn't have to do it for like long stretches of, of game. He can he can come right. in and just be be a spark plug for like a little bit. For sure. Who do you have coming out of the West? Uh, as much as this pains me to say, um, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the nuggets. Whoa. Yeah. They're going to be healthy. That's, I mean, that's the huge question mark. That's the big question mark. And I don't think, I don't think they can be as snake bitten as they've been the last few years. If you get Jamal Murray Number two and three best players have been, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I look at, I look at a team that, um, that has a lot of firepower in the, in the starting lineup. Um, they definitely come to mind, you know, I say, say what you will about Jokic and the two MVPs. Um, he's a really, really talented player. Um, you would love to, to play with them. Um, you, you put him around people that know what their job is and, and execute it. And I, I do think that, um, you know, large amount of, of nuggets do that. They have some people that, really fit a role um shout out to bones highland too um i think i think this could be the year if they if they all stay healthy relatively healthy you know uh they're I, tough I they could do something really, really special tough. yeah that's it's a nice prediction it's a little outside of the box but not too far uh, yeah. outside of the box yeah yeah it's it's contingent on health though let's wrap up hoops with our final 
Let's topic, our final award, and that's Rookie of the Year. And I'm going with Seattle and Vegas. I think they're going <laughs> to do it. I think they're now. I hope they're, you're right. They're going to expand the league. We're going to get the Supersonics and the. I was going to say Aces, but there's already a. Uh, <laughs> they wouldn't in the WNBA shout, team. Shout, shout out, to, out the to the championship Aces, my yeah. squad. What if they're the Kings? What if? <laughs> oh, there's already a Kings too. They can't. <laughs> What if the NBA says you got to be the Queens now? We're going to be the Aces. What if they tell the WNBA team they have to be the Queens? Wow. Wow. That would poof. Don't, don't get me started on, on WNBA disrespect. They wouldn't do that. <laughs> but they might. You know, they might. You never know. Um uh, yeah, I could I I could see that. I hope you're right. Um Seattle deserves a team. They really yeah. do. They really do. Who's your rookie of the year pick? My rookie of the year pick, uh, really boring. We talked about him. Uh, we talked about him last week. I, I think Paolo is going to be real good. Yeah, uh, he, he's going to put uh, up numbers. He, he technically scored the first points of uh, of the first full slate of games in the NBA season just earlier this evening. Uh, he's good, man. I think he's going to turn a lot of heads. He's real good. Nice. That wraps not up going hoops. out on the limb there. That wraps up hoops, Keenan. Are you right, ready to right. move on to hip hop? Our our awards for hip hop because I don't know if I am. <laughs> well, yeah, throw all the like, notes out the window. I feel like this is the least prepared I I have been. I I'm throwing stuff out the window. I I couldn't I think will of, be, I couldn't I will think be of people or concepts really for this. I'll be actively researching as we speak. And literally, like starting out, I I don't I don't know who to pick for MVP. It's my. It's the only blank spot I have on my whole sheet. I do not know what person or concept to pick for the MVP of hip hop for for twenty two twenty three. I don't know where to go. I am genuinely I stumped. Please, I'm gonna give you one. Please give me a uh, and this give is, me a pick. This is more hopeful. Maybe it'll inspire me. Anything. Thought it? No, no. <laughs> uh, but on the right path. Uh, lyricism. Bring it back. Nobody like nobody, oh, nobody's just actually, lyricism. Just, okay. Just actual lyricism as a concept. All right. Um, I think I think and hope is really gonna make a comeback in 2023. Um yeah. Nice. Like, I like people that. do I like care about lyrics. Pick. Yeah. That's that's a good one. That is good. Cross, crossing my fingers. Yeah, I don't want to co-sign it. I don't want to steal your pick. I like that. <laughs> it's a hopeful pick. I like it. Maybe I'll name my hip-hop MVP later after we talk about hip-hop a little bit more. Okay. But I have okay. no idea. My defensive player of the year. I'm going to move <laughs> on. Okay. For hoops, I gave it to defense, uh, uh, people who have been on the defense who are going to win this year. My defensive player of the year for hip hop is someone who's going to be on the defense, but I don't think he's going to win. And that's Kanye. He's going to, Kanye and all his defenders are going to be playing more defense than anybody else all year. It's not going to end well. He's not going to, they're going to have to, they're going to have to defend a lot of things. And, you know, I just don't like the way that it's going. We talked about him a little bit last week, but he's going to be playing more defense than anybody this year, just for sheer minutes. It's Kanye. Here's my thing. Um, I don't like to to cancel people, but he's re- he's real close for me right now. Uh, I I don't know that I'm listening to a Kanye album right now in good conscience. 
Uh, even like old stuff. Even even old stuff. Here, I was I was listening to some of his old stuff recently, just because of how like wild he's been. I've just been mm-hmm. listening to it like out of nostalgia to be like, yeah. oh, what yeah. the fuck happened? You know, yeah. Like even yeah. albums that I didn't love or like loved, like like pieces of, you know, like uh, like the life of Pablo. I thought there were some real good high points on that, and then I didn't mm-hmm. love it. Like I went back and listened to it, and I think it falls off towards the end. But like the front half of that album is like is still really good. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, I was listening to like some of his older stuff and just being like, oh man. And like his, I find his new stuff, like almost unlistenable. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, he's, he's well, and here's the thing. Here's, here's, here's what's really pissed me off about Kanye recently from a, a listening standpoint. Uh, I haven't really liked a ton that he's put out probably since the life of Pablo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his involvement in the Sunday Service Choir album, yeah, was phenomenal. I, I, that's hit my uh, it's hit my Spotify like top listens uh, ever since that uh, that album came out every year. Um, and so just his involvement in that album alone um, has me conflicted, which is very <laughs> sad for me. Uh, I I'll still like I'll mm-hmm. still listen to Michael Jackson with no tr- with no problems. Honestly, if if the ignition remix came on, if you didn't a, play it, a, if, somebody minute, else? If, if somebody else played it, it'd be a minute before I like turned it off, or you know, let's be honest about that. Uh, but Kanye, no, I it's it's that's tough. strong. It's that's a strong stance. Yeah. That's a yeah. very strong stance. That's how disappointed I am. Wow, yeah, that's uh, who's your defensive player of the year? Do you have? Well, where'd you yeah, go with so, this one? Um, when I think about defense, you know, I like I like the angle that you took with you know someone that's going to be uh, that's going to be on the defensive. Um, I'm saying defensive player as in someone that's going to be in the way okay. uh, of hip hop progressing. Um, and it's so another uh, person you don't want to win. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't want them to win at all. Um, it's not going to be a particular person though. It's just going to be uh, the continued uh, the continued pop aspect of 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 hip hop. Okay. So like, you know, like I'm the all for TikTokification of hip hop. Yeah, it's just like, I, and I I don't want to sound like you know grumpy old man about it because there's plenty of young young people that are uh, that are doing great things when it when it comes to hip hop. But um, the more hip hop falls away from its essence, uh, the worse I think it is just for just for the the, the genre in general. And that's why I pick lyricism. Hopefully, as as an MVP, I, I just I, I I don't want to forget. <laughs> what what uh what nice. hip-hop was and yeah. started as uh i have no problem with it moving forward though but just let's just keep keep some of the essence too nice um six man of the year for hip-hop i picked a story that i'm very interested in watching develop it's an ongoing story it's been happening for a few years i think it's going to it's, it's become going to become more and more a conversation that people have and i think it's rappers getting older aging rappers mm. and how that affects them as artists. Eminem just turned 50 this week. Uh, Busta Rhymes is about to turn 50. Uh, Snoop is going to turn 50. You know, Jay-Z is already in his 50s. Um, yeah. 
these are all artists who are still, you know, Nas, I think is 48 or 49. He's about to turn 50. So these are all artists who are still at it. They're still producing yeah. great music. They're yeah. still releasing rap albums regularly, rap album. They're still releasing albums regularly. <laughs> uh -huh. They're still at it. They're still in the game. They're still going forward into their fifties. And we haven't, we haven't seen this before. We haven't seen like generations of rappers, like age into like old people, you know, we've seen like, yeah. we've seen yeah. bands do it. We've seen, you know, like the Rolling Stones are still like touring. They're like 80 or whatever the hell they are yeah. now, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm very interested to see how hip hop ages with the stars that are like sticking around and, and still releasing music and still like in influencing the culture as they get older. Am I saying this because I'm old? Probably, but <laughs> I'm interested in seeing no. it. We haven't seen it with the genre before, really. Yeah. Who's the oldest it, rapper that like was active, you know? That's a good question. That's a that's a really good question. Like I have a uh, feeling what? like when I was in high school and like Rock Kim came out, when he like came out again with like that double album in like 2002, I thought yeah. Rock Kim was a hundred years old. He was like <laughs> he was only like 30 when that album He came really out. wasn't old. Yeah, he was not letter, old at all. He was like 30 yeah. or like 35 when that album came out. And I was like, yeah. Rock Kim, he's gotta be 50 at this point. But he was like yeah. third, like he wasn't even that old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. He's he's not that much older than us. Um, yeah, no, that's a that's a good pick. Um, I am curious to see how that works out. Uh, I, what I often find interesting is like looking at older MCs and the the ones that are still touring and the venues that they're playing when they come through Philly. Yeah, uh, because I'm like you, you're used to playing much larger venues, and like now you're playing very accessible venues and things like that. So like what, what changes, does anything change about your stage show at all? Like, do you just do the same thing you've been doing for years or do you yeah. try to adapt? It's really interesting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of almost 50, Kanye also almost 50. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These people are old. People are old. Yeah. Them, not us. They're aging. <laughs> yeah. They're aging. Not us. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. My, so my pick for sixth sixth man of the year. I'm going to go a little conceptual here. We're getting back to live music. Uh, okay. And I think the yeah. stage nice. show is going to be the sixth man of the year. You've had some, some people that uh, have really kind of blown up their career with, without having to perform a ton live, at least for like larger crowds. Ooh, I like that. How are they going to be able to handle that? How are they going to, you know, deal with that variable? Uh, are they going to keep it simplistic? Or are they going to try to do, you know, crazy stage shows? I think that's your uh, nice. the biggest that's assist option. Keep, keep an eye on. Nice. I mm -hmm. like that one. Uh, I'm going to go to most improved. Um, I were, I racked my brain trying to think of something for this. And I think I came up with one. I don't know if it plays. I might be a few years behind, but I think it's going to be the the way that that artists are able to collaborate with each other, crossovers, um, working with people like over social media, like put like producers who like throw a beat on TikTok and then somebody like somebody can like collab with them and like do like a verse over it and like collaborations, things like that. I think that's that's going to improve. I think that's making the world of 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 hip-hop more accessible people can like find more collaborators and things like that and i think that's only gonna kind of like lead to more opportunities and and 
make things better. That's a that's an interesting idea. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, the more that we can we can work together with each other, the more that we can share ideas, the more that people can um, gel creatively and like you know make something greater than the the sum of their parts. Like that's that's definitely going to push things forward. So yeah, I'm I'm behind you on that one. Who do you got? What do you think? It's going to improve the most. Let's see. We talk about hip hop. What do I see improving the most or what do I want to improve the most? Um, I can't say lyricism again because I picked <laughs> that as the MVP. Bars. <laughs> yeah, bars. Yeah, bars will improve again. Um, you know, I think um, as odd as this sounds, I think maybe uh, East Coast rap. Okay. Uh, because you know i think that and and this is again keeping kind of keeping in themes with returning back to the essence of hip-hop but um hip-hop has traveled so far from the bronx you know over the last 40 plus years uh i think maybe the the east coast is starting to uh to get its key players and maybe start to assert some dominance that the East coast and then the, you know, the Northeast in particular, maybe mid Atlantic and Northeast, uh, you know, had in the past. Nice. Just a return to classic lyrics. Not even, not even necessarily the sound. Coast. Yeah. <laughs> not necessarily even the sound, but just like, you know, colossal talent coming out of, out okay. of the East. Cause when you think about like, you know the the biggest artists in the game and like the biggest new artists over i'll say maybe even the last 10 years um there's not a ton there's there's certainly some but there's not a ton that are that are coming from you know your traditional northeast mid-atlantic uh like hip-hop birthplace you know yeah nice what's next coach of the year coach coach of the the year. year i gave this to somebody who I feel like is one of the best producers in the game right now. And he's somebody who uh, does a lot of full albums with different, uh, different artists. And I don't know how he can be so prolific as prolific as he is right now. So if it continues on this, this is kind of a, this is kind of a last season award. He put out a few albums last year with different artists. It's kind of like, I think it's going to keep moving forward because he's working with so many people. He might be my, I don't know if he's my favorite producer. He's one of my favorite producers sound wise in the game, but also just like okay. uh, volume that the way he's able to do whole albums with, with the, and it's the alchemist. I'm giving yeah. coaches yeah. here to alchemist. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, once you, once you started your description, I was like, it's only a couple of people you're talking about. I think it's probably Alchemist. Yeah. Uh, and he's the most, because yeah. like Danger Mouse fits the description until you get to prolific. Right. <laughs> until right. You get, exactly. Like, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's not a lot of people that, uh, that do it at a quality and volume. Um, the way Alchemist does. I yeah. I have no idea. idea how he's, how he puts out his, and the volume of stuff that he does with like the different artists and like does full albums with like all the, like the Griselda crew and like, you know, he's, yeah. And it seems yeah. like he never leaves Action Bronson's side either. He's like, just, it seems like he's like his his in house like chef, you know. And he's like running a, a, a I got a, a targeted ad for like a master class from a from yeah. alchemist uh-huh. or something like that. I was like, what, how do you how do you find the time to do all this? Yeah, 
I think he Crazy. did the whole like West Side Gun or Makami album, which was great. Probably both. Yeah, probably both. Yeah, actually. Who do you got? Who's 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 Ooh. pushing the X's and O's? Who's drawing up the plays? Who's who's uh, managing the games? Calling so you're, timeouts you're dis- when they need to. You're describing this exactly correctly. Um, I, and and this ties back to uh, an answer I should have given a little bit ago, but I'm going to pick uh, the executive producer uh, oh, as a concept. okay, as a concept. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like somebody overseeing an album, somebody yeah. having creative say over a, oh, that's good. Yeah. So like you, you know, I'm an album guy. Uh, I, you know, I think that artists put out at least used to, uh, you know, take the time to really sequence a project and like put thought into things. And, mm-hmm. um, I like to consume albums as the artist intended lately, you know, it's, it's more so I've got a collection of singles, let's throw it out there, or I've yeah. got a collection of songs, let's go. Uh, but I think there's going to be a, a little bit of a return to, uh, to the album. And, and with that, um, the executive producer, you know, I feel like a getting lot a, of our picks, a big picture, a lot of our picks are hopeful. <laughs> Wait till we get to the, the section of culture. Mine are super hopeful. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to give you my picks for East and West Coast um, back to back so okay. we can move forward. These yeah. are these were hard for me. I just gave them to who I think is on top of the game and both and will probably continue to do so for the next year. And that's Griselda for the East Coast and Kendrick for the West Coast. I don't think anything's yeah. going to change. I don't see anybody dethroning either one of them. In my mind, I was I was saying uh, I was saying Griselda, and then I was gonna give uh, you know Kendrick Kendrick and and, and the full uh, collective a, a shout out. The only oh, other the whole, folks, yeah. I, the only other people I think that could maybe give them a challenge on the West is uh, if <laughs> if Odd Future ever all decides to like drop oh, projects yeah. at the, mm-hmm. in the same you know 18 months uh, yeah <laughs> then they give a I, run for, for I gave a thought sure. to like yeah to like Frank Ocean but... nice if we heard from Frank that'd be nice yeah exactly nice so I'm gonna move on to my champ my champion of the year yeah. and it's it's a it's a hip-hop family I think they're the first family of hip-hop right now and that's Rihanna and ASAP Rocky that's the first family of hip-hop the right now bold take Keenan, it's the first family of hip hop 2023. They just had a baby. Rihanna's doing the halftime show at the Super Bowl. They're both releasing albums in 2023. I don't know if there's been a better album released in all of music since Rihanna's last album. I might put my foot down when I say that. I don't know. Franco, uh, Blonde was released since then. Blonde is better than, than Title. Is that or Anti? Not Title. Yeah. Um, Blonde's better than yeah. Blonde's better than yeah. anti. Yeah, I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of albums better than anti, but that's a different conversation. They're um, my champ. They're my champs this year. Here's the thing: you keep saying they, and then keep describing Rihanna. No, ASAP. You don't like ASAP. I do like ASAP, but if we're talking first family of hip hop, I I like ASAP. I wasn't a, I wasn't aware I should be looking for an album next year. Because I, I might have I had to that, look it up. I know that he's fighting a case. That's what I know about ASAP right now. Uh, I don't know if I can give him first family. Wow, that's a bolt. I don't know if Rihanna can carry both of them. First family 2023. I don't know if they're I don't know if they're there yet. 
Oh, it's gonna be tough to dethrone the Carters. That's a tough one. That's a that's a real tough one, man. I don't know. I'm sick of them. This is Be- personal look, preference. I'm sick. Think of about them. it this way. Think about it this way. Beyonce just put out uh an album that wasn't done. It still sold crazy. People bought merch from her that they didn't know what it was. I they mean, just signed up got, for a box. She's got a stranglehold on her fans. Her fans are, I mean, yeah. you know, she's just true one of those fan, people true who fans. whatever, what, yeah, true fan, whatever she does, it's just going to, they're never going to leave her. They're never going to not support her. But yeah. I and don't then know. Jay, all it, all it takes is Jay dropping one four minute verse that quiet as it's kept is probably a little worse than everyone gave it credit for. Um, but it's still very good. Uh, and he, it, all it took was one verse from him, and he's immediately the talk of hip-hop. I don't know if that says more about, about hip-hop or, or more about Jay-Z, but I think it's going to be tough to dethrone those two. Yeah. Well, they're my champs. <laughs> Rihanna and ASAP wow. going out on a limb, 2023. Who's winning 2023 in hip-hop for you, Keenan? Uh, you know, I don't want you to take offense to my answer here. Mm. Um, but, but 2023, uh, who's winning the white rapper? Oh no. Uh, and here's, <laughs> that's a terrible answer. <laughs> I, it's the right one though. Sadly. Why? Please um, tell me why. Because, uh, there's a point where novelty, uh, and there's a point where novelty and talent like meet a meet a zenith and meet an apex you know okay i think you found that in eminem um and the point where that happens there, there's one of two one of two ways you can go no one else ever compares and you know the the artist fizzles out or we've shown you one example that is you know unassailable so now we can do whatever the fuck we want yeah uh, and I think people have we've been gone trying. that option. People have been trying really hard. I, I mean, put it this way. You mentioned Jack Harlow is starring in White Men Can't Jump. I, mm. If that doesn't tell you enough that it's the year of the white rapper. Nah. Can you can people, you name me a Jack Harlow song? Uh, you know what? Yeah, what's the one? It's like he had the uh, What's Poppin', right? That's the one? Sure. I've li- sure. I, I, his not his first album his his album that he released like this year was trash that was out that was it was garbage people people were very very quick to defend it his previous whatever it was mixtape or you know his independent album had a few songs that like i was like all right i'll give this guy a chance there's always like a point with a white rapper i'm always skeptical when i first like listen to them or like you know what i mean and then i like (laughs) i'm always like all right what's what's this guy's trick you know what I mean? Right, like, what's right, he right. trying to trying to pull off? And then, you know, I listen to them and I like hear like, OK, like, what's this guy up to? Like, where's his skills? And, or You know what I mean? And then where where does he land on things? And um, I don't know. Jack Harlow, he's like. I don't know. I can't I'm gonna give you the reverse. I cannot side of agree. This argument, I can't agree. Give, I'll also give you the reverse side of this argument. Uh, you could say it's the year of the white rapper in the sense that it doesn't matter as long as you're talented. Can you think of an example, at least in, in your mind, 
of a white rapper that you think is underrated? Current, like a you know relatively current rapper that you think is underrated or doesn't know. get as much shine as they. I should. don't know that. I don't know that many. Who's even who? Who are even white rappers right now? <laughs> you know what? You know what? I think as I think as like a, and I've got, I've previously had, I've previously had issues with this person's with with the, some things this guy has said in regards mm-hmm. to hip hop, and I think that mm-hmm. he's sort of changed his stance on that. As skilled on the microphone with written raps, I think that Lil Dicky is actually underrated. I think he's great. Have you ever heard as underrated as you can be with a a network TV show? Yeah, he came out. I mean, as a rapper, I think he's underrated. I think he came out. He came out as you know. He did joke songs. They were funny. Like if you listen to some of his like serious bars that he spit, he like understands rhyme scheme and like he understands like the art and like crafting a verse and like all that stuff. And I think he's come around to like respecting like all of hip hop and like his place in it. And I think he might've started out as like, Oh, I'm doing this because it's funny and I'm white and it's going to get me attention and I want to be on TV. And you know, he, there was an interview I read with him where he said some, this is the thing. There's one thing he said that bothered me. And I like almost wrote him off when I read him say this. And it was just like, it was just like, Oh, I started rapping because there, there are no regular guys who rap. It's all just like, and that just read like, what are you, what are you? That's like the whitest thing I've ever heard anybody say. Like there are no guys just talking about like having a job and like living their life. Like there's no regular guy. And I'm just like, that's the, that I was just like, I'm done. I'm done with you. But I like his television shows really good. And it seems like his show is written from a place by like a guy who like has come to terms with the fact that he like used to kind of think things like that and now knows his place better, you know, and I want to give him the like benefit of the doubt there. But like, I like, I was just like, I'm not listening to this guy anymore. Like once Mm -hmm. I read that, I was just like, oh, that's like, that's like such a tone deaf thing to say from like a, a white sure. guy trying to rap, you know, for sure, for yeah. sure. But if you think about it, his gimmick was not having a gimmick, uh, which, you know, that's, a, that's a whole conversation in and of itself. But I think it also shows the strides that, uh, that white rappers have, have, have come. Uh, you can have, you can be a mediocre rapper as a white rapper right now and have a decent career. You and know that what? says a ton. You know who else you know? is underrated? Asher Roth is underrated. Rep Philly. Shout out to Philly. Asher Roth is is shout out to Philly. Shout out shout out to uh shout out to, to my homie Martronimus who's just on tour with Asher Roth. Nice. Yeah, he's 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 definitely underrated too. People still remember him as like the I Love College guy, and he's been sure. trying to live that down for a decade. And he's got he's he's a guy who makes albums. He is. He is. He's and here you go. That's a perfect example. Talented MC, underrated, should be an easy sell. Yeah. From a marketing standpoint, and he's not. Mm-hmm. I think that shows that white rappers have arrived. Okay. I, I get say. it. I get you it. Know? All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm gonna give you my rookie of the year pick. It's a stretch forward podcast, baby. <laughs> rookie of the year it's our takes on hip-hop it's it's our eventual mixtape that you're gonna force me into doing because we're also doing damn a podcast right. damn right 
it's the stretch four podcast. We're the we're the rookies of the year in the world of hip hop. What okay. about you? I you like, got it. You I like got a real answer. pick. Oh, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Did I pick us because I don't know any new rappers? Yes. <laughs> um I don't know that I have a, a, a total rookie of the year, so I'm just gonna go with the uh the last uh last people that I heard that uh that got me excited about hip hop. Um and that is um Coast Contra. Coast Contra. Uh, yeah. I would encourage you to check them out. Yeah, check them out. Um where are they from? Check out some of the freestyles. So uh a little bit all over the place. Um at least one of the bulls is from Philly. Um I'm not giving them them great justice, but uh two of them are from LA. Uh okay. the twins from LA. Um there's a bull from Philly, um, Eric Jamal, and then there's one dude that is from Columbia, I believe. But um they're making some ways. They were uh they were on Fallon recently. Um they uh they were opening up for Chappelle um at like oh, the Hollywood Bowl when, okay. when, he, when he did a few shows. So like they're 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 known, but I, I think they uh I think they're talented and I think they're at least my rookie of the year, my uh my new rap to to watch. Nice, nice, nice pick, an actual artist. <laughs> Let's move on to culture. Our picks for the Let's year for the upcoming Let's year in the world it. of you know movies, politics, television, everything else. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, my picks are very hopeful. My picks are where I hope that the culture (laughs) goes. My picks are what I want to happen. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. Some of them might be long shots, but I'm going to bet on it. My pick for most, my pick for MVP of the year, where the culture's going. And I think it's, I I don't know. This is like, I I don't love this pick, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's like, it's like I think it's going to be like a DIY movement year. I think people are okay. I think it's happening in the world of like podcasts and I think that's going to move towards other areas. I think people are going to be funding their own like television shows. I think people are going to be funding their own movies. I think people are going to be funding their own like artists are going to be funding their own tours, their own galleries, things like that. It's going to be moving away okay. from trying to get like corporate money and corporate sponsorships and things like that and doing it yourself like getting you know, fan funding, yeah, self-funding yeah. projects. I think it's going to move from just like kind of like podcasts and things like that to other areas of of culture, of politics, you know, small grassroots donation, you know, kind of kind of movements and things like that. Less less big money, more like actual like hands in hands in the dirt doing it yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. Getting it from the mud. Yeah. All over. That's my pick for yeah for mvp i like that i like that and i hope you're right um i mean we're at a, a, a an area of like such hyper commercialization that like that that would seem like the only logical route yeah uh-huh <laughs> well and, and, uh, yeah. and being somebody who like i live in la i'm in like trying to be in the entertainment industry i'm trying to like write tv shows get hired for tv like you know yeah. they're they're only like like big studios only want things that are guaranteed money. They see movies, right. they see they see movies as investments. They don't see them as as movies. You know? Right. They're they're like right. this is yeah, our this art. is our first quarter. 
this is our first quarter profits putting out this movie. So it has to be as big as possible. They only want existing IP. They only want things that they know are, you know, with, with existing proven talent. And I think people who are like on the come up are going to have to like, just kind of like make their own things and like maybe turn down opportunities to do those bigger things so they can actually make the art they want to, or, you know, make something that breaks through and then get that, get that bag from whatever, from whoever wants to give it to them <laughs> to, yeah. you know, direct the, you know, next, uh, he man movie or whatever they do next. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh God. No, you're, t- you're, you're totally right. Um, I hope, and I, I hope to, to see that pan out successfully. I think, I think the trend will happen regardless, but I hope it's successful for, uh, for a lot of people because, you know, the world needs to see more actual artists as opposed to, you know, the entertainment business side of things. Yeah. What do you got? What's your MVP for the upcoming year? MVP for the culture? Very hopeful for me. Uh, I took Stacey Abrams. Okay. Um, and I say that because one, um, she's got a, you know, a gubernatorial race to, to win, but, um, uh, I also want to see her kind of emerge. And she started to really back in, uh, in, in 2020 um, emerge as a national force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Um, I think she's one of the few substantive um, rising stars uh, on, on the left side, uh, not to get, you know, too political, but. Um, oh, yeah, I'm interested. I think it her year. I'm- I'm very interested in hearing your thoughts on one of my picks later in later in this oh, round. Boy. Okay. Okay. Because I was already pretty interested. Now I'm very interested <laughs> because I may be disconnected and I may not be as uh I may not be as as knowledgeable as I as I as I want to well, I'm definitely not as knowledgeable as I want to be, but I have I have a pick that I'm interested in hearing your thing on. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm go, excited. Uh, moving on to defensive player of the year in the culture. I think it's over. I think they're going to be on the defensive. I think it's over. I think people are going to be sick of grifters. I think people who are <laughs> I think people who are out there I think people who are out there like, you know, right-wing grifters, people who are out there just like riling up people uh, you know, trying to get them trying to trying to get people riled up and full of hate and like just mm-hmm. like yeah. And just like profiting off that, I think it's over. I think these people are going to be, I think they're going to be exposed. I think Alex Jones owing a billion dollars to the parents Woo! of Sandy Hook. Yeah. The, the first domino to fall in that. There's and a I lot of people that, that are nervous uh, right now. I think that the chickens are coming home to roost for all these grifters out there who've been profiting off their, off their bullshit for too long. I Listen, I like that pick a lot. Uh, it's a little redundant because you already picked Kanye as your defensive player of the year, but <laughs> yeah, uh, it's yeah. I think I think you're right. He's um, jumping and, on a sinking ship for sure, for sure, and like really, he's torpedoing a sinking ship. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's time for people to get uh, some of their comeuppance. I, I I like that pick a lot. Yeah, thank you. What do you got? Yeah. I, honestly, I think we're we're in similar lanes. Um, my defensive player of the year pick uh, is apathy. Oh, nice! I like that. I don't. I don't think uh, going into twenty twenty three, you know, 
knowing knowing what we know now after what i like to refer to as the the second great awakening uh in in, in 2020 uh knowing what we know now coupled with where uh the the world economy will be yeah <laughs> for uh-huh. a, a lot of 2023 i don't think people literally can afford uh to be apathetic anymore i think nice. people will i like uh, that will really have to pay attention and and be forced to engage with things i have a lot of of picks that kind of are aligned with that in one way or another so i i enjoy that pick uh my my pick for six man of the year uh is it kind of is in line with my mvp of the year but i think it's low-key i think it's coming up i think it's a story i think people are sick of like being i i I have the like the death of disney i think people i think i like i think it's more more indie the rise of more like independent things and this is kind of the same thing that I picked for MVP. I'm I'm realizing I, that now. But it's I like, like it targeted at Disney though. I, I like think that. people are sick of like, you know, Marvel Disney just being like force fed, like, you know, you go to the movies and there's like the the only thing in the whole movie theater is like the new the new Marvel movie. I think people yeah. are gonna be sick of that. I think there's gonna be a backlash. I think that, you know, these movies are gonna stop making as much money as they always have. And I think that like it's it's got it's gotta end soon, right? It's gotta like I think it's already on the underground. I think like, you know, mainstream people still love it. You know what I mean? And the obviously yeah. it's still making, yeah. you know, billions of dollars, these movies, but I think it's bubbling up from like, you know, the fringes of, you know, people who want something different. And I think it's gonna be bubble over yeah. soon. Yeah, because I think I think what the pandemic did to us is like just change how we we consume new media, mm-hmm. uh, and and so uh, you know even once people feel a hundred percent comfortable in in public again or as close to that as we'll ever get again, uh, I don't know that you'll see the same like yeah let's all rally around the the new Spider Man movie that's coming out. Uh, I think companies will have to engineer more ways to get people out to theaters and like make things more event driven and um and 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 you'll have to start getting more creative with your with your content to get people out nice what do you got for the sixth man of the year the story on the fringes that's going to make noise i mean i'm just really old man yelling at a cloud with this right now but uh, reason and logic six man of the year oh uh, okay yeah yeah i think uh, it's been on it, the back burner it's been coming off the bench it's i think it's been buried on the bench for a while now uh so uh, you know again I, I i think the theme of a lot of my points is that we we're, we're Come reaching back player this, like, of the year well yeah well yeah we're reaching like this super yeah. super super partisan area and there's mm. really only one one direction that you can kind of come back. We can't get any more partisan than we are right now. We've got to actually start listening to reason and logic and start kind of moving back towards some level of sanity. I've realized that these these motions are a little, <laughs> yeah. little 45-ian, but uh yeah, I I, I we can't we can't <laughs> we can't be this done for this long. Yeah. My uh, I, that goes nicely into my most improved player, I think. 
And I think okay, it's okay. I think it's the I think it's the progressive left. I think the progressive left is going to take a step forward in the mainstream so. <laughs> in 2023. I think it's going to stop being as much of a it's not a joke. It's like it's not some people think it's a joke. Some people make mm-hmm. make jokes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think it's going I think people are going to realize that it's actually like beneficial and it's actually going to help people. And like we talked about on the show last week, it's like when you call something the Affordable Care Act instead of Obamacare, I think people are going to come to terms with like, oh, like a government that like actually helps you and builds infrastructure and like can provide you with uh, with health care and Medicare, like all these yeah, things that yeah. people have been like programmed to hate and be against since like the Reagan era, basically, or before yeah. Nick, like Nixon, Reagan, you know what I mean? Like just being programmed mm-hmm. that these things are like communist and communist is bad. Right. I mean, people are going to wake up and see that like there are actual like validity in this. And I think there's going to be some some movement towards that for more people. Again, yeah, I, I, hopeful is all hell. <laughs> well, well, listen, if 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 apathy does, you know, go out then it's going to push a lot of a lot more people that are typically on the fringe and maybe some folks that are that are apathetic not because they don't care but apathetic because they feel so defeated uh yeah i think it'll it'll give some of those folks a little more hope um mm-hmm. you know you started you started to see it uh around uh the 2020 elections there there was a, a little more hope um and i think with each progressive uh no pun intended, uh, election, you'll see a little more of that hope. Yeah. Who do you got for most improved? Most improved. So I, I went, I went far cult. left of the, uh, <laughs> of, of the seriousness of the conversation right now. Uh, good. We need a little levity, <laughs> but it's all on me. The city of Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, I got them a improved. little, I got them a little later in my culture. <laughs> My cult categories. The, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the city of Philadelphia as their most improved. improved. I'll tell you right now, I got them coming out of the East. They're my pick for the, the <laughs> champions of the East of culture. I'm going to jump ahead a category and just tell you that right now. We can talk about Philly. It's a homer pick, but I mean, Phillies. It's their time in sports right now. Mm-hmm. Uh the Philly uh, comedians coming out of Philly are making big waves right now in all in all Huge. areas of things. The num- number one comedy on television right now, Abbott Elementary, set in Philly. Longest running live sitcom also. Oh, set always in Philadelphia. Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, there's 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 tons. There's tons. Uh yeah, I think I think it's our time. But we we did talk about, you know, the 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 gentrification of the culture, but uh that does still it does still say that Philly is really uh is really permeating things. So. Yeah, I think it's also like it's a big city and it's it doesn't have that like that like stink of New York. And when I say stink of New York, I mean like like New York has like the like it's always going to be like too expensive. It's always going to yeah, be like yeah. it's always going to have that like weird like class label on New York and like Philly is always like Philly's never going to get that sort of like pretentiousness about itself. It's always going to be like no. it's always going to be, be expensive, a, but it's it's it'll it's, get more expensive. Every city it, is because nobody wants the last wants, affordable like, one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. No, I I would I would totally agree. You know, I talked to um you know some of my colleagues that are living uh, around the rest of the country and 
Philly is definitely still the last affordable major, major city. city. Yeah. 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 That's that's a nice pick for most improved. I have them coming out of the east. We can skip nice. my east pick later. But here's here's <laughs> here's my my coach of the year is my uh my political figure that I was okay. interested in hearing your thoughts about. And it goes lockstep in line with like my with my theory that progressive left politics are going to hit more mainstream people. And it's John Fetterman. He's the co he's, he's the guy he's bringing Bernie politics in the body of an offensive lineman in he, he looks like somebody, he looks like somebody that like some idiot that I grew up with in Pennsylvania would be like, I like that guy and listen to him just because he looks like how he looks. And that's been his thing the whole time, ever since he entered any sort of public sphere, that's been the thing like, Oh, he looks, he looks like the everyman. He looks like a guy who's going to like spit like terrible racist rhetoric or whatever, or, you know, and then he's like, you know, uh, uh, like coming out with like progressive, politics so that's my that's my pick i think that's like he's like the avatar of where i think things are going or what i hope okay like gets across to like people in the middle of nowhere who need to need to learn that these po- these policies are going to help them out yeah people that um that need to realize that poverty should be the uh the unifying um you know, thing that that they're clinging to with with other groups. Like once, oh, once yeah. poor people realize that, like we're all poor before we're whatever else we identify mm-hmm. as. Yeah, um, but they're doing a good job <laughs> keeping us yeah. from doing that. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Fetterman, Fetterman's a, an interesting choice. Um, is uh, this? Is, I assume is what you were you were interested in my uh, yeah because like because you're actually in Pennsylvania. I'm like looking at it from afar yeah. and just seeing his like you know Instagram ads and stuff like that. You know, like his <laughs> yeah his so, hilarious yeah. Instagram posts because he's going against like one of the funniest candidates to ever make god. fun of. My god, um, yeah, no, the Fetterman campaign is is killing it on on social media. Um, I. I was actually just talking with uh with my girlfriend about this a little earlier. I am not as much voting for John Fetterman as I okay. am voting against Dr. Oz. Yeah. That's not to say I don't agree with him. I agree mm-hmm. with a lot of um John Fetterman. If not, I, I'd say probably 95% of his platform I, I, yeah. I agree with. Um having having been a but little he just closer, doesn't move you the same way yeah i'm not i'm not as excited and I, I you you made some some great points and i think that does have like broad appeal that's needed um uh, for that progressive movement um so i think you're right in 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 that i broad just don't appeal, know that I meaning target a big demo. burly white man <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I'll, I'll yeah i'm i don't i don't think i am john fetterman's target demo and i'm okay with that um, I mean, if a guy, if a guy, you know, if a guy is like agreeing with things that like AOC and like, you know, like yeah. Bernie are saying who people just like hate because they like are different than them. Like, yeah. you know, they're not ne- like those people are never going to listen to Bernie or they're never going to listen to AOC or, you know, Omar, you know, like. No, he's a he's, he's a uh, he's a white male. Yeah, he's a, 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 a cis hetero white male. You know, sometimes, um, sometimes we, we are we're good for something, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, because you think about all the uh, the rising the rising stars on the the left that would fit that category. There's there's not many. Like I, I guess uh, Beto, and that's really it. That yeah. like comes to comes to top of mind. That that's young and rising. Not not to say that Fetterman is all that young either, but um, I am concerned about him from a health standpoint. I yeah. will say that it's. I mean, it's valid. <laughs> but the most interesting the man did thing, have a stroke, so he did. He did. The most interesting I, I, thing I, I'll say um, is that living here, I don't see many like. Th- there's ads for Doctor Oz, but I, I feel like there's just more uh, anti-left ads, hmm. and like it, it's just genuine, genuinely saying or generally saying like, oh yeah, the you know, the is it just is like this is what's happening? Like, is it just because like Doctor Oz is like giving up winning the Philadelphia area, and he's just like concentrating on like Scranton or that's what that's my guess. Pro- like, yeah, he's just trying to get people out like in central Pennsylvania because he knows he's not going to win Philly anyway. Yeah, that's my that's my guess. That's Let's my get back to back picks from you, Keenan. Who's your coach of the year, and who's your East Coast champ? Ooh, coach of the year. Uh, I took a little little liberty with this one. Coach of the year, the Federal Reserve. Uh, Interesting, <laughs> because I think this year, this year is twenty twenty three is going to be interesting from a from an inflation standpoint, from an economy economy standpoint, uh, and I think. Uh, we're going to look to the the government to depending on the the outcome of the the 22 midterms uh, we're going to look to the government to to make a lot of key decisions yeah um, both in the short term and the long term uh and i think the fed is going to play a huge part um in a lot of that policy setting and, and decision okay. making yeah nice uh um, and who's your east coast champ east coast champ for the culture that's a tough one. Um, I hadn't thought about this one yet. Um, so just based on the conversation that we've had and things like that, I am going to say that yeah, um that's a good question. That's a very good question. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I think I'm actually gonna contradict you a little bit from an earlier point. Okay. Um, I think New York is back. Oh yeah, I think New where York. Where did is they back. go? Where did they go? Well, people, the people left. New York stayed. The people. Oh left. yeah. Oh, you mean and like after people, COVID? Like people are yeah. people are going back to COVID. Yeah, like yeah, like COVID. I I think New York is New York kind of back to yeah. Being New what York it was. is back in the way that like everybody who moved there during COVID and got those like cheap rent rates can't afford it anymore. So now uh, rich people have to move back. That's what <laughs> yeah, it is. Exactly. exactly. Regular people have to leave. They're all going to go to Philly, and now <laughs> you can only live in New York if you're rich. <laughs> or if you have been living there for so long or, that yeah, you, or if, yeah. you've, if you're if you're if you uh, never if you're left stuck. yeah i'm gonna uh, we're, are are you good talking about new york you have any yeah, yeah, i just yeah. want to make no, sure you're done no, no, no i don't no, want to i don't want to that's all sure that's all that's they all deserve. the compliments i'll give excellent for new york i'm giving my west coast pick to uh it you know also falls in line with these progressive uh, movements, but I think it's going to be the ca- the state government of California setting precedents in terms of like giving people universal health care, 
um giving people like you know stimul extra stim i just got a 350 dollars check last week from the state of california because they're just like hey shit's expensive here's some money and i think california's hmm. been a i think it's been like a like a laughing stock for things like that in the past i think people have been mm -hmm. like oh hippy dippy california and they're like yeah. you know all this thing and i think people are gonna take a look at it and be like wait they're actually like helping people they're actually like oh you it's there's free healthcare in California and it works and it like, you know what I mean? Right, Stuff like right. that. And that's what, that's what I think is going to move forward in 2023. The Interesting. government Interesting. of California, the government of California. That's a big entity. Like, I don't know why, I don't champions. know why I'm putting my, I don't, I don't know why I'm putting my, my faith in this, but I realize wow. it's a big, it's a big thing to kind of put my faith into, but I think it's going to, I think it's going to pay off. Wow. They're not my champ. They're my West Coast. They're my they're my number one thing from the West Coast. Okay. They're coming, they're coming out of the West. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Um that's that's an interesting choice. Um what I am going to say is the and and walk with me here. Um, because I'm gonna start talking and eventually land at a point. All right. Uh, I think you're seeing a lot of uh you know, like we think of Silicon Valley, right? Um, I think you see, you're starting to see a lot of companies uh, leaving the, you know, the greater Bay Area, Silicon Valley area, because it's just becoming untenable to really, uh, yeah. to headquarters like a startup there. Um, so a lot of the innovators are leaving for different places. Um, some are going like, you know, Texas, Austin's getting a, a huge boom, things like that. So what I think you may see as your uh, your West Coast champion, and I, as much as it pains me to say this, um, is back to the corporate behemoth. Um, between you know Amazon, Microsoft, and in the the top of the the West Coast, uh, and then the the companies that can now afford to stay. Okay. Uh, in in silicon valley um there's just so much consolidation that's happening um this is nothing new but i think that we'll continue winning next yeah. year from uh from gobbling up some of those innovators it's less hopeful than some of our other picks uh, some of them got to be real that's one to bet on guys but you know what it 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 leads me into my champion of the year overall okay. champion of the year mm -hmm. it's for the people it's this the sense of community I feel like people are going to start coming back to, you know, relying on each other, helping each other. I think people are going to be like, going to, going to start like living more like in their communities. You know, I think people are, people are starting to yearn for it, you know? like friendship as a concept yeah like friendship as a concept you know that's always hmm. my champ that's my champ yeah. of every year you know people yeah. helping each other out people like living communally you know like yeah. Yeah, the yeah, idea yeah. of like you know yeah that kind of no shit. i i i think you're i think you're onto something and i definitely hope that you're right in that um it is interesting when you when you look at you know just the idea of like these major cities and and things like that. And you, you look at like some of the planning around them and there was always planning for these, you know, like com big 
big communal squares and things like that. Um, and, you know, kind of as, as a religion has fallen out of favor, there's been like less and less or fewer and fewer yeah. rather places mm-hmm. to like collectively, uh, you know, get to, um, that leads yeah, public me meeting places like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That leads me into my championship pick actually. Yeah. Um, the metaverse. Ooh. Okay. So it's like community, but on a computer. Yeah. I think people will continue coming together. Uh, it may not necessarily be physically, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think people will continue coming together. You know, I, I look back at like, you know, the rise of when, when like gaming first went online, like popular systems uh, going online, not, you know, PC gaming, things like that. But, you know, you felt like you were disconnected because everyone's just in their room playing games. But like you're talking to people in places that you never would have been otherwise, you know, it yeah. was like the new the new chat room. Um, and you know, bring together uh, the the folks on the metaverse, I think is going to actually, actually do some positive. There's also going to be a lot of bad that comes with it. Of course. Uh, like a ton of bad. That comes yeah. With it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think it will help to, to bring people together as well. Nice. I'm going to give you my rookie of the year very quickly. Guess mm-hmm. what? It's stretch four, baby. Stretch four. <laughs> rookie of the year in the culture. I'll take that. I'll take, you know what? I'm going to co-sign that. Yeah. Let's burn Rookie through. We year. gotta do. do we it. gotta do lightning round for our life for our mm-hmm. life awards, uh, which is fine. We don't want to wax too long about our own. But I did basically <laughs> my life awards are uh, are my own goals, personal goals and plans for the upcoming year. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna give my MVP of the year to uh, to my career goals. I'm going. Okay. I'm working towards some work. Working on some you know writing and comedy things. This podcast is part of it. I'm going hard on I'm going hard on what I want for my career this year. How about you? I'm taking friends and family as the MVP. Okay. Um, and you know, this is this will be part of you'll see it, you'll see a little bit of a theme running, but nice. Uh, I yeah. I'll tell you, friends and family's coming for me later. I picked MVP because that's an individual award. Okay. That's so fair. that's why they that's why career goals are my MVP because it's a it's a solo award. My Here's defensive Oh, go ahead. All of my friends and family individually, the most valuable person in my life. Wow. Wow. What a suck up <laughs> to everyone you know. My defensive player of the year coming in with a big wagging Matumbo finger for block shots is knowing when to stop. I'm I'm, I'm bringing the Matumbo <laughs> finger. I'm turning off podcasts as soon as I don't care what they're talking about. I'm going to put I'm not going to read a book through this to the end if I hate it. I'm not going to watch a TV show if I don't like it. I'm not going to stick with things because of sunk cost fallacy. I'm going to I'm going to have the Matumbo Matumbo wag finger, knowing when to stop. Defensive player of the year, pulling the plug I on things. Love that. I love that idea so much. This is something that I talk about all the time, all day, every day at work. In the lovely world of sales, I'm either going to win the deal or I'm going to lose as fast as possible. <laughs> I'm not wasting any time about yeah, it. Yeah, I've spent so much time just being like, like f- feeling physical stress because my like podcasts have been piling up. I shouldn't feel stress because I have too many podcasts yeah. to listen to. 
That's you know? fair. That's fair. You could you can relieve. Some I can of just that not listen. Yeah. I don't have to listen to ten different three times a week basketball podcasts that are all talking about the same thing. I can pick the favorite ones who I like what they say and just stick to that. Zach Lowe, I'm looking at you. Wow. You're in the rotation, low post. (laughs) No, that's, that's a good idea. You like, you don't, we are full adults. We don't have to do things that we don't want to. Yeah. How about you? What's, what's winning your defensive player of the year? Defensive player of the year um, work. Work, yeah, work in 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 this sense. Um, tries his best to get in the way of the things that I. Okay, enjoy. all right, yeah, yeah. uh huh. It's playing uh, D. Yeah, I'm not rooting for it. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna it. win. It's gonna win by default. It's the only lot, thing yeah. playing defense. The rest okay. the rest of things in my life this year, we're we're playing offense. All right, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the sixth man of the year. This is this is a lame pick. There's a lame okay. pick. It's corny. I'm giving the sixth man of the year to myself. And by that, okay. I mean, okay. for, too long, for too long, I've been coming off the bench. For too long, I've been putting other things in front of what I want. Goddamn right. So this year, I'm doing I'm doing what I want to do. I'm not doing what I don't want to do. I'm going after my career goals. I'm focusing on friends and family. I'm working on my own projects. I'm not letting things get me down. I'm not doubting myself. Six man of the year is me. I'm becoming a starter. I'm coming off the bench. <laughs> I'm gonna become a starter in my own life. You were gonna force a controversy. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Uh, I wish I could. I wish I could steal that pick because uh, that's fantastic, and that's right. definitely a goal of mine this year as well. I want your. Um, I I I love your approval of my pick. <laughs> uh, my six man of the year, uh, and we can get we can get real for a second here. So. You know, working from home uh, in the pandemic, uh, I think highlighted uh, some things for me, um, one of which um, was that I got a diagnosis for ADHD uh, oh. at the ripe old age of, uh, I guess it was, what, 30, 36 when that happened. From TikTok or a real one? No, a real one from, a, from an actual doctor. Yeah, you know yeah, what, yeah. Keenan, all the things that I that I remember about you and how you work on things <laughs> you know makes it makes sense, sense. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. you uh, you stay up yeah, yeah. all night you procrastinate to the last minute you uh you work in bursts yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 no the sign the signs were there uh and i and i will say tick tiktok did diagnose me first you did you i mean the I'll algorithm you, knew i'll tell you this keenan every time i see one of those every time i see one of those tweets or something that's just like oh like Oh, I never realized this behavior was a sign of ADHD. I'm like, I totally do that. That's another thing I do. <laughs> I totally do that. But I, I did, mean, yeah, I, I have taken, I have taken the like self assessment, like online tests, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always just under. Right. I'm always right like the, right the just yeah. under. Like you probably, you just grew up on MTV. You don't actually, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, you're just, you're just a digital kid. I just, yeah, I just have all the, you know, just borderline of it right not right. clinical <laughs> uh but my uh my sixth man is going to go to uh to medication okay uh, because i've realized that oh the, you you can feel relatively normal <laughs> not uh <laughs> if you're regulated <laughs> yeah. well hell yeah yeah love yeah. to hear it <laughs> i'm given my most improved player of the year something mm-hmm. that i'm i'm gonna try to do more of 
and that's fail. Because if I fail, okay. it means I'm trying. That's true. I'm trying. Yeah, to, I'm. I'm. I'm going to apply to more things. I'm going to apply to more festivals. I'm going to apply to more like I'm going to like submit to more like uh, I don't know more more jobs, more career things. I'm going to ask. Yeah. I'm going to ask for more things in the entertainment industry. I'm going to put myself out there more, and that means failing more. You know. And it means getting better, getting, you know, unless I just hit on everything, unless it's just the year of George, baby, the summer of George. <laughs> summer of George. Summer yeah. of George. But yeah, I'm going to, I want to fail more because it means I'm trying more. That's my most improved player, getting better with failure. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. I mean, yeah, you definitely, you definitely have to try. Um, you know, I, I think for, for me, oftentimes fear of failure um, can create, you know, just inaction. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I want something to be, it. I want something to be perfect the first time I do it. So I obsess over it and I, and I don't ever do it instead of just like doing it and then fixing it later. Like, you know, rewriting is rewriting that kind of not that kind of shit, you know, for sure. For sure. What's, what's um, improving in your life? <laughs> Um, so I, I am actually going to steal your answer from earlier, um, in, in a sense. So, um, what's improving in, in my life is, uh, realizing what I want nice. and prioritizing what I want. Like, yeah. Um, you know, it, it's part, I think part of that, um, you know, is, is masking, uh, when you talk ADHD, ADHD you know, terms, you, yeah. You, yeah. You start to try to figure out what other people want and, and what may seem relatively normal to everyone else. And you start to deprioritize what you may actually want, but in the mm-hmm. moment, um, just understanding and staying in tap with like any, with everything that you're doing, is this in uh in an effort to like make myself happier or like achieve something that I really want. And if it's not, we leave it alone. Nice. I like hearing that. Oh, this is inspiring. <laughs> the quick the quickest round the life this is this i'm i'm genuinely inspired by this my coach yeah. of the year uh i'm giving it to uh, a little practice i've been doing called morning pages i'm reading a book okay. called the artist way it's supposed to help you get through like artist blocks like find your ideas and it's a meditative practice every morning you longhand write three pages just go stream of consciousness or think on a topic or something like that. And I've been doing it for about eight or nine weeks now. And it's like a practice that you should do every day. It takes about half an hour. And I've noticed that like every single day, I either get an idea for something I want to work on, like a joke idea or something I want to write into a script or something like that. Or I get like some sort of like uh concept idea, like, oh, this is how I should work on something. Like every day I get to at least one idea to try. So that's my, that's going to be my guiding coach this year. I'm going to do those pages and I'm going to listen to where my freehand stream of consciousness writing sends me. And I'm going to use that throughout the day in my creative process, in my, how I think about the world, how I see things. That's my coach of the year. I'd love that. Just staying in. And and that's, that'll certainly help with the, uh, with the other goal of just like, diving into failure more you know like yeah if you're doing something every day i've been it's not always going to be perfect i used to be so precious with notebook pages i used to buy a Mm. notebook and then not write things in them because i was like oh this is a waste of paper if i write something on this instead of just Mm. like like that's how 
like weird. That's how my brain yeah. is just like, if I write something down, it has to be good. So just the act of like, just like freehand writing anything and in, in, is like making me less precious about what I do and like being able to be like, Oh yeah, I can just like do this and go back and fix it later or work on it later yeah. or whatever. And it's like, yeah, the practice or, or is, leave it alone or know? leave it like, alone. Or maybe some yeah. things do come out well on the first right. time. Sometimes I right. write something and I'm like, Holy shit. I just fucking wrote that from like nothing. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, that's awesome. What's, I, what's I guiding that. you this year? Who's your coach? I, I think this one's pretty easy. If you're following my thread here, shout out to, uh, to meta world peace. Uh, my therapist. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's I, my therapist led me to the, the, the artist way book that I'm doing. So, you know, they're like yeah. my coach's coach. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's it's your text winners. My grand coach. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, yeah. Have, having, having, uh, an impartial voice to facilitate you discovering things about you. Nice. Great. Yeah. Love it. I'm giving you my East Coast, West Coast champs back to back. East okay. Coast champs for me, my personal life, it's Philly sports. Ever since I moved, Philly sports has been like what connects me back to home. When I see people like walking around, you know, when I lived in New York, when I live in L.A., I see people. I never don't give a go birds if I see an Eagles hat or something, you know, Philly's hat to the it's point local, where when I'm local blessing, when I'm back in Philly, I have to stop myself. I do it so it's <laughs> it's become such a reflex when yeah, I see yeah. a Phillies hat or something to to give them like a that when I'm in Philly I almost do it so that's my and it's the year of Philly sports we got we're looking we're looking nice in most areas and I've never paid attention to hockey so I don't care if the Flyers are bad. Well, I'll, I'll clue you in. They're three they're three and zero to start the season. All um, right, okay. They're gonna. They're, they're not gonna be that good for the rest no. of the year. But you know, like let's let's enjoy while it lasts. And then my West Coast champ. I live on the West Coast. What I want to do more of this year is go for go for nice day trips, weekend getaways. I want to go to like I want to go to you know the beach more. I want to go to the mountains more. I want to go out to the desert. I want to do things with with my girlfriend. I want to take some like day trips and weekend trips to to all the places that like Southern California has to offer. And you know. Maybe even up to, you know, more northern parts of California or Arizona or I don't know, other places that are within like quick little drives. Yeah. yeah. What's coming out of the east and the west for you, Keenan? I'll start in the west. Um, I think I, yeah, I would, I would love to just, you know, get into nature a little more um, in general. So, I've never been a huge outdoors person and it's not because I don't enjoy it. I think it's because my, uh, my enjoyment has a real quick clock. Okay. Like if I, if I go on a, if I go on a hike, I'm like, well, yeah, this view's great. All right. Is it time to go? You know, <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm not patient enough with that. I'm, I'm trying to sit more in those moments and really kind of take, take back and appreciate. I think it's one thing to, Maybe the uh, to uh, see something. Maybe the ADHD medication will help with that. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Let's hope. Uh, so yeah, you know, kind of going on the West Coast and 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 you know, exploring uh, some of the more uh, some of our country's national parks, you know, and things nice. like that while we can. Um, <laughs> while we can, a dark <laughs> end to that. <laughs> uh, what about East? East Coast. What's coming out of the East? 
East Coast. So we got a we got a tie uh, in the East Coast. Uh, one is uh, I'll start with Philly. So Philly's my Philly's my champion. Um, Philly's home. It's always going to be home. I, you know, I, I I love the the winning that we're doing right now. Thirty seven um, time defending champion. Philly <laughs> that's, coming that's out of the undefeated. East. Undefeated. Although uh, to be honest, twenty twenty three they might take an L. Um, side note: something that I think is interesting um, just over the last few days. Um, I believe it's the last four nights there has not been an overnight homicide in Philadelphia, and it's the first time we've had that many consecutive nights in a while. Oh, wow. Um, I blame that totally on the success of Philly sports. Um, <laughs> People have been too it's, happy. It's, it, it sounds funny, but it's true. Um, there's just a sense of community that like comes when our teams are doing well. People are genuinely happier and genuinely nice, uh, nicer to each other because there's that clear. I think that same moment that you have on the West Coast when you yeah. see, uh, you know, Phil's gear or Philly gear or anything like that, that happens more when we're doing well and we realize that we're closer uh, than we sometimes feel. Hmm. And we stop killing each other. Wow. And it's sad that it's something that simple. Yeah. Um, a sense of community, something to bring people together. Exactly. Even sports, no matter what it is. Yeah. It's, it's a sense of community. Yeah, exactly. So we're, you're already seeing the, the evidence of that. So that's that just a side note I wanted to throw in there. Um, so Philly number one, um, East Coast, yeah. And East Coast champion, tied, tied with the Carolinas. So, um, there's a lot right now uh, that's drawn me to uh to the Carolina area. One, um, I've taken up golf recently as like a serious hobby. Oh um, wow! In the last like, I'd say really the last six months. Okay. Um, always been you know a, a, an interest, but um, really been playing a lot uh, recently. I've still never really golfed. Only thing I've ever the most I've ever is par three. You know, we'll like have, a chip we'll and definitely butt. have to go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it, it listen, it's it's fun uh in terms of you know getting out and doing something. Um, it's great to just uh have as like a lifetime hobby, you know, yeah. something that mm-hmm. you can that's keep that's the most 40-year-old man ass shit you've ever said. <laughs> it's true though, it's true though. Uh and if you believe Twitter, sorry to round us up, but <laughs> it's uh yeah, if you if you believe Twitter, it's the reason that uh you know dudes just wanted a reason to to go on walks together so they invented golf. <laughs> uh, nice the carolinas are drawing me for for that great golf down there um also potential potential that philly loses me uh in a free agency year Ooh, i thought that's what you might be getting at when you said they might take a yeah. l Ooh. yeah there's there's a potential that's... granted this would this would be purely temporary yeah uh, okay yeah but, interesting. Uh, I, More I, on I that may spend come. a year down there. More oh, to come. interesting. Nice. I'm going to give you my champion of the year and then my rookie of the year back to back because we got to okay. get out of here. We're All running right. long. <laughs> champion of the year is, I mentioned it before, friends and family, relationship goals. Going to put, you know, put having a good time with people I love as yeah. the champion of the year. And my rookie of the year you know what it is, baby. It's a stressful podcast. How did I not see that coming? 
They oh won three goodness. out of four rookies of the year. <laughs> they only didn't win hoops rookie of the year. That's the only one. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. I'm saying a lot about our games right now. <laughs> Taking a little offense to that. Uh, so if we're talking rookie of the year, you know what? Let, let, let's we'll start with champion. Um, I want to, uh, and this this ties in with friends and family. I want to be a better version of me for the people in my life. Okay. Um, but not just to do it for them. But it's genuinely because I want to. Yeah. You know, I, uh-huh. I, yeah. Not yeah. Not just in a people pleasing sense, but because I want to be better I mean, to the, yeah, the people that's, around. That's me. very. That's a very going to therapy kind of realization. Like if yeah. you, oh, maybe you like you've been focusing on other people, but if you focus on yourself, you can actually help them more. Crazy yeah. idea. Yeah. Crazy idea. Uh huh. Um, and alongside that comes uh my rookie of the year, which is true accountability. Mm. Um, rookie, rookie of the year, making yeah. its debut making in the league debut. of your life. Yes, true accountability. True. True how are you gonna do how are you gonna do that? How are you gonna hold yourself accountable? Uh so or have think, people in your life hold you accountable, or both? I I think one, uh by you know sharing that on a, on a public forum like this podcast um you know challenging people that that see that to to hold me accountable but then also i think i spent a lot of uh a lot of years um telling myself that if if i am aware of issues that that's enough uh but true accountability comes from actually going to try to solve them and okay. fix them. Nice. That's deep. You That's know? good. Yeah. 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 So uh hold me accountable. Hold Keenan accountable. That's a it's a pretty good rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah. Pretty yeah. good. It's only taken this pretty, long. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Mine, this podcast. Yours, you know, making yourself better and taking <laughs> accountability for 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 everything in your life. Well listen, those two can go hand in hand. They really can. Yeah, this hey, I'm going to hold you accountable to doing this podcast every week cuz we started it and we have all yeah. the domains and stuff now. So that's can't, it. Can't leave. That's our season preview for all four areas of the Stretch Four podcast, hoops, hip hop, culture, life. It's it's who we want to win in the next year and who we think we're going to win in the next year. Give yeah, us yeah. give us your picks across the board. Absolutely. Share Absolutely. them with us. I'm going to put our draft boards up on Instagram. That's another thing I'm going to share this week. <laughs> I love picks. that. Uh, uh, so, Keenan, send me yours in a in a in a document so I don't have to go back and listen to this whole thing again and write them all we'll down. Do. We'll Follow do. us uh, on Instagram at Stretch Four Pod. Uh, share us. Give us a nice rating and review on your on your podcast platforms. Subscribe to us, and we'll be back next week with another fantastic episode of the stretch four podcast let's go